I want to do something new today, and I want your honest opinion on this because it is our show, right? Like all of us are kind of putting this thing together at the same time, and um, we're we're gonna we're going to postpone Monday Cheese May, which I told you stories are kind of running out on that. Um, it's kind of the gossipy stuff from radio. I just don't. That's really like all my stories for now. I'm sure there will be more, and I'll be happy to tell them to you, but. Right now, that's all I got. I want to try something called Mental Health Monday. Something we just all get together at the very beginning of the week and just start the week off right with that mindset. And let's see what you think. Honest feedback. Today on the show, okay? Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast. I do my mom every single day. And I hope uh, you enjoy it. I'm glad you're here for our little club, our little group, our little daily session. We all get together and do this on. Um, three principles in case you're new. It's live, laugh, love your mom. Every show is based around that. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Okay, right now I'm looking into the window of my cheating slash um, swinger slash doctor <laughs> finally. And I actually have, for the very first time in weeks, a somewhat clear view. Um, so they have like a row of windows. There's only one blind that's up right now. They're usually, they've been closed ever since I started talking about that, which I think is really bizarre. Um, and the problem right now, though, is it's like, so you look into the windows and it's like the, I guess the living room space, I'm assuming. And then behind that is like the kitchen Island and there it's, I don't know. I can't tell who it is cause it's still too bright out there. Uh-huh. So my objective before the end of this podcast is try to figure out who exactly is in there uh-huh. uh, and then what they're up to. So just notice that um, it's a, it's a snow day here. Also, I, before we get this episode started, I, I'm having the most unfortunate situation in my mouth right now. Oh. I have a canker sore on the top lip and the bottom lip, and they're oh. both giant. So oh. I know I'm like, if even with the pep talk yesterday, I was like, I'm just trying to like just get through it. So oh. uh, forgive me if I go a little uh, astray here vocally because mm. I'm just like, uh, can't close my mouth all the way. Um, hmm. I know it's not mouth herpes. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's herpes. And it's the one that's inside your mouth, not the one hmm. that's outside your mouth. Do you mouth. have something for that? No, just some mouthwash. I've been, you know, I've dealt with them for so long that I, and I've literally tried everything. So uh-huh. I just let it go and just, hmm. it's, it's an unfortunate thing when your job relies on you to talk all the time. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, so that's fine. So it's a snow day today. Um, and I, day one's always cool like it's been a very low-key day i've not been outside one time today um and not I don't even know, to I'll, take kiki out uh-uh, no not once because oh. i know it started she's been peeing on her pee pad oh. um and i what's so funny about it is that like we're about I can't even tell how much it is. I'm so bad at snow. I have no idea how much it is, like how much is falling. Apparently, up to a, a foot of snow is supposed to come down over the next two days. Wow. So, uh, but no, but day one's fun. Day one, I, I enjoy today. I say that snow gets exponentially less fun as the days go on. So yes. first day, it's fun. You see it. It's new. It's fresh. People go outside. They play in it. The next day, it's like not as fun because it's like iced over, so it's a little more dangerous. Snow turns browner and then just – 
less and less and less as the uh, as the days go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I didn't take Kiki out today because I, um, I I'm too worried about her feet on the snow. Mm. Um, we haven't been outside since it's been like snowy, snowy, and I can't imagine how cold that would be on her poor feet. Um. Last week, I actually took her for a walk when it was. I mean, it's about this temperature. It's right around freezing right now, but it's mm. been it's been around this temperature all week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I took her for a walk. And I forgot her little coat that I got her. Uh-huh. And literally she came back up here and like, I think her body was like dying because like, uh-huh. she like could not, she was like, could not function. Like she like uh-huh. looked at me like, wait, what is this? Like, what are we doing right now? Uh-huh. So uh, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I want her Poor feet like, walking on the snow and like being out there. So uh-huh. she's been peeing on the pee pad. Um, okay. I, I'll tell you, I learned something today about Kiki that she's not, she's literally not, unable to go uh poop on her designated area she just chooses not to (laughs) and that makes me so upset because so (laughs) i so you have to picture this we we have a laundry room here and Uh in the laundry room i've set up a like a pee pad back in the back corner where there's just Uh some space and i put a little like a hard plastic on the floor so that she could you know pee poop over there and it's fine right Mm -hmm. um She'll mostly pee back there. Mostly. I would say nine times out of ten. But usually when I come out in the morning, uh, there is there's poop on the rug. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, maybe she just doesn't she just can't comprehend it for some reason. Or mm-hmm. I don't know why she always chooses to poop on the rug, but mm-hmm. whatever. Like I just have to just suck mm-hmm. it up and clean her poop up every day. It sucks, but whatever. No. Um but then okay, so today. As I, I've been home a lot this weekend because one, where are you going to go? Two, it's snowing. Um, and so I've been, I've been just kind of sitting around and every time that I am out there, she'll go back there and she'll do her business, right? In the laundry room? In the laundry room. Oh. But then when I'm not back there, when I'm not oh. watching her. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute. You know mm-hmm. that's where you're supposed to go. Right. Like You know that's where you're supposed to go. Uh-huh. But for some reason, when I'm not watching you, mm-hmm. you decide to go and you poop all over the, all over the, the rug in there, you know? <laughs> so She's sneaky. I know. I don't know what the deal is with that, but it was kind of like, man, come on, Kiki. They're Pull like they're like children. They have minds of their own. I'm trying to see how la- not active I've been today. You know how on Apple you can see. Um, let me see health under health section. I'll show you um, how many steps have I taken. No, oh. uh, I have taken. Because I pretty much always have my phone on me. And some people are like, well, it's not very accurate because you don't have your phone on me. I mean, I typically <coughs> always have my phone on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and according to Apple, I have taken 222 steps today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> 222 oh my out of goodness. the – How many are you supposed to take? You're supposed to take – 10,000. Um, 10,000 a day. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how exactly how lazy that I've been. It's like you ever have a day that's so lazy that you get mad at yourself. That's literally no. how, how today went. You say no. Oh, no. I say, oh, yes. Yeah. I'm, ha- I'm having one of those days today, kind of. Yeah. I've done a like, few things, but no, I'm still in my pajamas. It's one where like you, <laughs> I was about halfway through the day. And I was like, eh, it's wasted. Why even, why even like try to put any effort into today? You know what I mean? Like I just kind of gave up halfway through. 
that's literally how lazy my weekend was. It was hmm. like I I did one productive thing hmm. this whole entire week. Well, I paid I paid some bills and I took care of a couple things. But other than that, I went to Marshalls yeah. to return some stuff. Yeah, and then I came home, and that's literally all I've done this weekend. <laughs> Well, I worked really, I had a busy day on Saturday. Yeah. So um, just, you know, Maggie's moving into her new condo and getting it set up for her and John. And it's just so exciting. So I, I said, well, I'll go over to Pottery Barn because the outlet's here and see what they have. She wanted a particular kind of cocktail table. And lo and behold, they have one. But it was a, had a marble top on a brass base, and it weighed 200 pounds. <laughs> okay. Well, it fit in my car. That was fine. Then I drove it to her house, which is about 45 minutes on the weekend. And, of course, we can't get it out. So John's working. So once again, she had to call Brother Brian and Brother-in-Law Aunt to the rescue. <laughs> so they walked Winnie down the belt line to Maggie's house and they got it out and it was all fine and well. And then I got home late. I had to go to the grocery store and we literally had nothing to eat. I had to go to the grocery store, come home, eat dinner, and then do my Sunday pep talk. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm I was tired. Up with, with a pep talk, by the way. Excuse um, me. We're, we are, we're struggling with, oh wait, I think it's saying, I'm sorry. It is the doctor for sure, but who's the girl? I can't tell who the girl is. Uh-oh. Maybe um, she'll come in the living room. It's somewhat dark hair, but I can't tell if it's the wife or if it's, if it's the black girl that's been coming over. I can't really tell because she's too far away. Oh. I'll keep looking. Um, <laughs> Yeah, my mom is beating herself up with this uh, this pep talk, and I'm trying to alleviate some stress and some uh, anxiety that comes with that. In case you don't know, we do a, a Sunday a Sunday morning pep talk, which is just your just a five minute little feel good thing that we're supposed to do. And like, it started strong, and then like I felt like it started kind of just losing its every week. It kind of turned into what was mom? What we laugh about was always the, the message every week. Oh, I don't, don't know. Don't lose hope. I think it was like yeah. don't lose yeah, hope. Yeah, it was about around the pa- it was always around the pandemic and yeah. to to be hopeful and to stick yeah. together and yeah, hang in there. Yeah, and so I had to be like, okay, we we I don't want to hear I don't want to hear that anymore. Like we're, we're good on we're good on hope. I think Let's move on to something else. Um, and so I was like, hey, at the beginning of the year, I'm like, listen, let's let's get like let's get focused on this pep talk, just so it's you know. And I was like, let me let me help you. I was like, I will I will help you kind of like lay out some things so that we can, you know, uh, you'll have some things to talk about. You won't have to really worry about it. Mm-hmm. And so last week. We like sat down and we started like jotting out or I started trying to like mentally jot out what to do. And she's like, don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. And <laughs> you sent it over and like, it was, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It was okay. And then at the mess, maybe the first week of the, of the new year. Uh-huh. And then, uh, the second week was like a little, little more, uh, <laughs> eh, eh. and then yesterday I was like, okay, well, Mom just told a five minute story about Rainbow Village and somehow wrapped it up with go um, go serve somebody and like I got where it was going 
I got where it was going, but I just feel like um, we just <laughs> we just need to steer it just a little bit, a little bit differently. Oh you know? gosh, I recorded that one yesterday <laughs> six times, and I would get like halfway through it, and I would say, "Nope, no good." And I would say, <laughs> "New file, help. new file," and then I kept going, oh, "Nope, no good." <laughs> oh gosh, why won't you let me help you? I just want to help you with it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you can really. I just want to help you with the idea. I'm like, here, like one time I remember when we really were, we were really doing well with it. And I was like, okay, here's the beginning, middle and end. And boom, you knocked it out and it was great. And then I felt like you just kind of, I don't know, went rogue on me. I just never know how it's going to go. (laughs) I don't know either. I'll, I'll get better. We'll work on it. I see the email come in with it attached and I say, all right, let's see what we got going this week. But thank you for the two fans that that um, DM'd me and told me that they loved it. Oh, they did? That's great. Yes. So thank you. Well, maybe maybe I'm just off the mark. At least two people enjoyed it, and that makes (laughs) me happy. That's right. (laughs) As I always say, it's not about numbers. It's about quality. Well, and my mom does really stress over it, over the (laughs) five-minute segment. So, like, if you do have something you want to hear about, you know, you can always message her because I'm sure she would love. um, I'll do my best with it. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. today on our family call, you know, we all get together every every Sunday at 9 a.m. All of our family gets on a family call. And it's our way mainly of staying connected to you, Kramer, because right. we're all here and you're in Baltimore now. And I swear you get the gift of gab from your from your dad. I mean, yeah. he can make the most mundane things, as you say into the most dramatic stories. I'm like, really? We've been listening to this for 10 minutes about a microwave delivery. We do a family call every week. And let me just basically sum it up for you how it goes in case you're like, well, that's interesting. I wonder what it's about. It literally is the same thing every single week. Hmm. Um, So it's, I can, I almost should record it just to be like, here, tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, it's Maggie talking about her wedding and usually complaining about something that ha- going wrong with it. Uh, then it's followed up my, by my brother and some crazy scheme that he's into for the week. Um, and then it is my mom saying, not much really happened this week. And then kind of talking about the same thing she talks on the podcast. And then my dad's always got some drama. Um, <laughs> just always something. Like, you know, it's the same thing you hear on Fridays with him. Mm-hmm. And then it's me. And I'm just literally like, y'all, I don't do anything. And I feel like <laughs> my family really thinks I'm like hiding something from them. I'm like, no, I literally, my dad said, well, tell me your schedule. My mom said, tell me your schedule for the week. And I'm like, okay, I wake up at like 345, 4 o'clock. Okay. Then I go, I do the radio show. And then I come home, I eat lunch, I take a nap, I wake up, I might work out. I do the podcast, I eat dinner, and then I go to bed. Mm-hmm. I, play, I, I play on the radio show and then I go to bed. Like literally, those are all that, mundane things, but it's still fun. We get to see each other too. Yeah, it's uh, it's a video call. <laughs> I just I don't, don't know. know. I just don't know how these how these Yanceys always have something interesting going on. Because I'm like, I don't really have anything going on. Like, well, I really we don't am just have in much. This. We don't have much going on either, but it's still fun to talk. It's uh, just, I just don't know. I feel like everyone. I I'm, I always people that have like have stuff going on right now. I'm like, how is that possible? Like, hey, where, where are you finding these things to? Well, I guess it's because most people live with somebody else or have a life with yes, somebody else. That's exactly right. When you don't right. live with somebody else, yes. you literally don't do anything. Well, because, I, li- well, I live with your dad. I don't do anything. Yeah, it's true. 
<laughs> he does enough though to be drama. Uh, it's a weird time to live by yourself. And I, I was thinking about that because Jess went up to Pennsylvania for the weekend or oh. just for a day trip up to Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. And, um, and I was like, I would never feel comfortable just getting in the car and going to Pennsylvania by myself. You know, like yeah. I just wouldn't, I travel by myself a couple of times. I've, we talked about this on the podcast before, but I've never, uh, I mean, like it's fine, but I always feel, even with like a friend to like share it with, it's always just a little, little more yeah, interesting to like experience things with somebody. Cause then you're just like, huh, all right, well there it is. And that's like, that's it. And I was like, well, you, you're not independent until you travel by yourself. I mean, like, I can. I did it. I've done it multiple times. But it's just kind of like, eh, there it is. Well, what well about that? most everything is better with a companion. Yeah. Yeah. Let's face it. I just got to make a friend here. I just, if I could just get a friend. A that, friend. Like, like a, a COVID-less COVID -less friend would be nice, you know? Yeah. All right, Mom, let's get to our quote for today. Okay. Um, this is Epicurus, and he wrote, Do not spoil what you have by desiring what you have not. Remember that what you now have was once among the things you only hoped for. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's good. It is good. It's funny how these old philosophers are even true, are true even today. Some things never change. Yeah, I um I saw a quote similar to that a while ago about basically you like you're doing all the things like your childhood like your child version wishes that you could have done, you know? Uh -huh. like, yeah, that's, uh -huh. that's true. That's real true. That's yeah. like that's like what I struggle with right now is I'm obviously extremely homesick um for San Diego, not Atlanta. Like I'm good. I just always <laughs> want to go back to Atlanta. Thanks, then I honey. Just, <laughs> well, no, I mean, not you per se, but it's like, I don't really have a desire to go back to Atlanta anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't really like, it doesn't really speak to me. I used to always want, I was like, man, I'm just going to work really hard and just, you know, get back to Atlanta and that's going to be where, where I'm going to, you know, work. And I don't really have, I mean, I, I would, I mean, I think it's, it's a, you know, it's a all right city. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, but it just doesn't really speak to me in the way that California did. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm really, I'm having this hard mental struggle because you know all i want go back to the beginning of this podcast I and mean, that's how it was created mm -hmm. it was so much of a well i just got to get another radio job i just got to get another radio job i just got to do it just got to do it just got to do that's it. that's right and, and now you have it. it and now i'm like damn i just wish i could go back to san diego yeah you know yes so i struggle with that i'm really struggling with that concept of like you know, following your dreams and like following your passion, but like at what cost? And it's, again, it's a really hard, I always say, no matter where I moved, including San Diego, I always hate it for the first six months. Right. Well, it's been six months now since I've been here. Um, I mean, I don't hate it. I'm just like, what, like, I just, I literally feel like I'm in a dream almost. But honey, it's, almost, it's a yeah. pandemic. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> it's almost so. The world, the whole world is different so surreal like i don't think you realize how isolation will do that to you to where yeah. you're just like i don't even like some days i'm like wait what like what is this like what am yeah. i like what am i doing with my life you know like today was one of those days and that's why i was like mm -hmm. i'm just gonna sit here on this couch because i just am kind of in a funk mm -hmm. um but like this is like it's funny when it's like it's all you've ever wanted you know it's right. like, you, like i asked for this this is what i asked for that's right now you have I'm a like, great place to live in Baltimore. You're on the radio. You have a good show. You have a great co-host to work with that you got to choose. 
Have your sweet little Kiki. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, have a lot. We all have a lot, and we just we don't really think about what we have. We're always wishing for what we don't have. Yeah. And that's too bad. Well, too I got bad, a lot of snow. I know. I actually, I, I had a, I had a moment like that this week um, where I was like, you know, I, I, I genuinely stay in this, in this funk right now, to be honest yeah. with you. I'm just, I'm, I'm in a, always in some kind of just low key funk about this whole situation just because yes. like, I'm like, damn, this sucks because I literally, I love my job and like professionally it's great. Yeah. Everything about it feels so wildly uncomfortable. And that's why like, I don't like during the weeks, it doesn't really bother me as much. Sure. It's just when like the weekend hits and I'm like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? You know, yes. like, it, literally, it, it literally, I can like watch the progression where it's like Friday night. I'm like, I'm just glad to be off work. I'm like, Ooh, no more responsibilities this week. I'm just going to chill out. And slowly Saturday morning, it starts to creep in. I'm like, <laughs> what are we doing? I suspect a lot of people are experiencing that same thing. So yeah, I talked to another friend about it this weekend and she was kind of saying the same thing about, she's like, listen, I've, I live my whole life just this way. I've had the same, I've lived in the same city. I've had the same job, I've had the same everything. I'm still feeling like, what am I doing right now? Kind of yearning for more. So yeah. And Maggie, with, Maggie it, was having one of those weeks too, because John's worked all night and all day for the whole week and she's hardly seen him at all. So she's like, mm, I'm so lonely. Yeah. You know, yep. you can't, it's not like you can just call up your friends and go meet at a bar and have a drink or go out to dinner. I mean, you just can't do it. And we're what are these, we're what are these friends you speak of? Hmm? What are these friends you speak of? My friends? I <laughs> said, so what are these friends you speak of? Oh, the friends you don't have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know. You will, though. You I'll will. Hang in there. The... I don't know. Hang in there. For now, you'll just have to be happy with FaceTime. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of FaceTiming, so that's yeah. been good. And I've been playing, I've been catching up on a lot of video games and yeah. TikTok yeah. and audiobooks <laughs> and, and s- watching the snow. It is pretty right now. I've got to be honest. Like, as I'm watching the snow, it's, it is pretty tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, we're going to try something called Mental Health Monday. I, it's, it's a temporary uh, audition for our Monday segment. So we'll explain how this works here in just a couple seconds. Uh, first, speaking of mental health, you know, no matter what you're going through, I'm so thankful I'm in therapy because that is really, really going to help me get over the hump of this transition of life. And no matter what you're going through and you're looking, you're like, I need somebody to help me unpack this situation. Mm-hmm. I hope you go check out BetterHelp. BetterHelp is so amazing. It's such a great service. I'm such a great asset to me. Uh, it's online therapy and counseling from professionals. And you can you can literally like hop on within 48 hours, be connected with a licensed therapist in your area and start like I said, I'm, I think unpacking is probably the best the best word to describe it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I told you, I uh, when I was dealing with my whole dating situation, I mean, it was every week we were meeting, and I've never gotten through a like a, like a hurdle like that before. Yes, any faster than I ever have with therapy than I did with BetterHelp because it's so like you're literally in contact, constantly working on whatever it is you're working on. So if you got depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, uh, grief, or self-esteem, everything you share is confidential and it's affordable. So do this. Start living a happier life today. As a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. 
All right, Mental Health Monday. Let's see how we're feeling about this here in just a couple of seconds. Uh, before we bring her on and introduce our guest for today, uh, I want to say hi to all the certified fans. Thank you so much for doing what you do and that's supporting yes. this podcast. Uh, really, 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 really appreciate you. And as you're kind of watching the podcast shift and grow, uh, really appreciate what you what you do and uh, financially supporting that. So uh, certified fans donate $5 a month. And uh, when you do, you get all kind of perks and uh, more than anything, you help kind of grow the show. And when you get a when we get a new certified fan, we say thank you and we welcome you by giving you a whoop whoop on the podcast. When we don't have a new certified fan, we kind of go back and we say hello. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna tell you who's gonna get a whoop whoop today. Okay, my buddy Ryan. I'll tell you why because <laughs> um, he he sent me a picture on Friday. Um, and he literally, let me pull this picture up. He has, um, it looks like three containers of the bubs collagen, uh, two, two packs of the MCT oil. And I can't tell. Oh, the third one's probably the fountain of youth is what that is. Uh, so he is ultimate. It's the ultimate. ultimate bubs guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for that, yes, you definitely deserve a whoop whoop. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for supporting our our sponsors. So here's a bonus whoop whoop for you, friend. Yes, whoop whoop. <laughs> and for anyone that supports our our sponsors, thank you so much. But I was like, wow, that is a lot of collagen there, friend. A lot, a lot of collagen. So if you want to be in great shape. Yeah, totally. He have zero pain in his body. <laughs> Nails are gonna be scraping the ground if he's walking around. Um, hairs me down to his butt. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want to become a uh, certified fan, support the podcast. Text the word "fans" F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight. Also, this week we're doing the the Jimmy Mac two hundred and fifty dollars sale. Oh, and what this is is because I don't know if you saw or you listened to the podcast about my dad who saved us $250 on the shipping fee from UPS. And so in turn, I'm since I didn't have to spend that money, I'm in turn giving that money back to you. Uh, and I'm doing that in the form of a sale of the Jimmy Mac mugs. So what I'm doing is uh, every uh, for the next 100 orders of Jimmy Mac mugs, I will take uh, $2.50 off each one of those mugs. If you are a certified fan, by the way, you will get a, another extra dollar off. Check the Facebook group for that extra coupon. Uh, so you can get three fifty off, but for everyone else, it's two fifty off for the next 100 mugs of Jimmy Mac. So go support. We really appreciate that too. Cause that's a good, of course, another revenue source for this yes, podcast. Thank you. So just go. And if you will, um, uh, text the word merch, M E R C H to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight then we would really appreciate you doing that. It would be a super helpful and just yeah, hopefully it makes you feel good when you get it in the mail. You know, you see it and you're like, that's fun. It's a fun mm-hmm. little little trinket. So yes. go check it out. All right, mom, that's it for us today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. We're trying something new today and I want your feedback on this because the, the cheese may is great. You know, I love it. Um, but what it was based on was either having – Radio gossip to talk about, which I feel like I've kind of shared everything. I've literally racked my brain every week trying to think of something else to talk about. Uh, or it's like friend gossip, but honestly, I don't have a lot of it. 
I don't. I don't have it. So I'm going to postpone it this week. I want to try something else on for size and see what you think. I do want your feedback on this. So let me know what you think about this. Okay. We're going to try something called the Mental Health Monday because there is, uh, we could all use it. And that's kind of what this podcast is based around too, just being very open about mental health and where it's going and what you can do with it and how to improve yours and and sharing your stories of mental health and all that. So a few weeks ago, I was on the Not Your Basic Influence podcast. And so a few weeks ago, I was on the Not Your Basic Influencers podcast and they're both uh, therapists. And so I was thinking like, let me, let's try to bring Leah on here because I actually have chatted with her for a while now. She was um, a listener of mine at Channel 933, and then we just started talking mental health, and I realized she was a therapist, and then I went on her podcast. So uh, I thought we'd bring her on today, and honestly, your job is, I, I've always I've always been so fascinated with mental health, but I felt like, I still feel like that I would end up being that therapist that would get so wrapped up in other people's like chaos that I would like leave a nervous wreck, you know, where I'd be like, oh my God, are we going to die? Maybe we should think about this. Like, like let's really like, get panicked on a roller coaster with them. You're like, yeah, let's, let's <laughs> think of all the terrible situations that could happen. No. Truly. One of my first therapists, I remember, uh, and I forget what exercise we were doing, but it was basically like, you know, put your thoughts on paper and then let's find up if you don't know what's going to happen. Let's like think of some positive things that could happen instead of negative ones. And I would always end up like thinking of the absolute worst case possible scenario <laughs> scenarios. And she was like, I've never seen anyone take a bad situation and somehow make it worse. I'm like, I don't know. That's just what I do. I'm really good at that. I'm just really like, it's my, it's my skill set. That's what I bring to the yeah, table. It's what, it's well, what I but do. I but, the thing is, is that's like um, like a trauma response too. It's like I'm going to prepare for everything bad that could possibly happen, oh, yeah. so I won't get hurt, and I won't feel like I will feel bad, but not that bad because I'll be prepared, right? That's kind of the yeah, the process. yeah. Yeah. And, and who truly had enough toilet paper? This guy did not run out of toilet paper. I had toilet paper for, for <laughs> weeks, weeks and weeks without having to worry about it. Because I was already prepared before the shortage even came. How many toilet, one step ahead. toilet paper did you buy? Well, I was I, I'm really bad at shopping. So what I do is I go when I do my weekly shopping or whatever, I'm like, am I out of toilet paper? I'm like, yeah, I think I am out of toilet paper, but I'm never out of you toilet like paper or whatever that one item is. Yeah, so I got I already had like 46 rolls of toilet paper at home. So I was like, this is fine. This is really I don't have to worry about this at all. I, I may be the person that created the shortage before it actually got to the shortage level. So you wiped Costco out. Sorry about that. I did. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get back to focus here. If we like there's gotta be a lot of people right now listening that say, listen, I love my family. You know, of course you do. You have to. Mm -hmm. They're your family. I get it. But you may not want to love your family right now. We've been doing this for almost a year. I've got a lot of parent friends that are literally pulling their hair out because your kids are going to school and then you're uh, then they're out of school again and they're back in school and they're out of school. Mm -hmm. And like, you never really know if you're going to have to be a teacher again. Um, I've got this guy. I got this one this one female friend that was already in a, a rocky relationship and now is stuck at home in that now for the last year. I mean, it's just, yeah, you, a, a lot, a lot of people may be like, like stuck with their families that you're not, you're just not used to mm -hmm. these conditions and you're right. You kind of burn out. You're getting to a point where you're like, I don't, I can't, I, I feel like I'm at the end of my rope with, when it comes to dealing with my family. And yeah, uh, I'm sure you're hearing that a lot with people that are coming in. So what, like, give us that boost of what we can do, like our mindset to kind of get us through <laughs> yeah. however long this is going to be. I think the important thing is, well, so 
if we're talking about the coronavirus, for example, everyone has different takes, which we, sh- we shouldn't. We shall be on the same page, but this is just where we're at, as, especially as a country, right? Yeah. Where there's all this information. Yeah. Some people think it's just like the flu. Other people are like, you know, have not left home in months, literally. And so yeah. it's like there's, it's a continuum of how prepared and how, um, how one's practicing social distancing and other taking those precautions. But so what I'm seeing too, is just a lot of disagreement amongst family members um, with uh, like, their, uh-huh. like teen kids and their parents with parents and their parents with, like, um, if, you know, if parents are separated, they have also different takes on it as well. Um, so there's just a lot of conflicting thoughts and feelings about it. And what I'm seeing is like, this is in general, when we talk about anything with family and having strong beliefs or, you know, being really strong in your conviction about anything, whether it's politics or religion or anything, it's like, sometimes nobody's going to budge. And what's the, why even, take like waste that energy on trying to get the person to change their mind and talk at them. You know what I mean? And just like, there's no point. And so I always say it's like really like, I think too, um, people will take it personally. So say for example, um, you know, their parents don't seem to really care or like even an adult, you know, an adult will say, you know, my parents don't seem to care about the coronavirus. You know, I have these preexisting health conditions they're not taking it seriously. So it becomes very like internalized. Like they don't care about mm. me. <laughs> that so it's like right. that's the tip right. of the iceberg, but really it's like they don't care about anyone else but themselves. Um, that's just an example. And I've actually, I mean, I've had a few clients with that, with it, whether it's with a partner, family member, um, their own child, where they're feeling like the other, the family member does not care about them. So it's really like having them kind of be like, okay, do we think the intention is that they don't care about you? Or is this like you know, just their stance, like them making a decision or having this viewpoint based on the information that they have, um, or being in denial themselves, really understanding where their point of view, the opposite point of view, like comes from. And then also like not putting, I guess, not wasting your energy on that conversation, you know, because I was going to ask that, like, is it it even worth it? Because you're right. It has become (laughs) such a divisive topic, you know, and luckily I don't have a lot of people around me right now. And the ones that do, we're, we're pretty much on the same page. We all have pretty much the same beliefs when it comes to the coronavirus. Uh, but I can imagine if you didn't, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're surrounded with people and it, like, I, I, I feel genuinely like anger. I feel anger. Like when I see people walking around with no mask on mm-hmm. or, you know, on social media, like I, I get this like ugh, feeling inside of me. Um, I, when I, when I see it. Yeah. Cause I think it's like for, for a lot of people, it's like, they have no regard for anyone else. I think that's like, they don't, you know, give an F about anyone else really. Right. Kind yeah, of what, true. Yeah, that's, that's the interpretation of it. I think a lot of the time. Right. Right. So, so how do we like change? Like, like, what do we do with that? Because that's literally like, no matter who it is, everyone's well, got that one person in their life that probably feels that way. So I think like, just like politics or religion, like some topics you're like, I'm not going there. Like just really commit to that. And even sometimes you have to accept <laughs> that to the family member and just like, we're not talking about it. It's off the table. It's not something that we're going to discuss together. And again, it doesn't have to be mm. like a, anything that's rude or aggressive, but you can just say, you know what? Like we, we know where we stand. So we're not going to talk about these things when we're together. Or so I think there's that. It's like setting that boundary and that expectation and not, not even, again, you're not judging or 
I mean, maybe you want, but you're not expressing that judgment or like having a discussion about why you're doing it, but just setting it, you know, just putting it out there, laying it out plain and simple. Like we're not talking about this. Another thing too, is setting boundaries in a sense of like, like you said, so say you have friends that that don't wear masks or like aren't into that. (laughs) No way. You wouldn't be into that, but they're not. Um, like then just make the conscious decision that you're not going to see them, you know, for X amount of time or like, you know, it's one of those things if you're at a gathering and um, you feel most comfortable wearing a mask or not sitting near them, don't do like you have to honor what you need and what makes you feel most comfortable. So I really mm-hmm. do think it's also like you don't have to put the other person down or judge them for what they're doing or not doing, but you can like simply just not sit near them or I mean, I would just say like, hey, I'm comfortable. I, I need to wear a mask. I'm I prefer that. So, you know to each their own. You can do what you're going to do, but you know, I'm going to wear my mask at this like outdoor picnic, whatever it is, you know, I don't know if that makes sense. Right. And there is yeah. this weird, a few episodes, it's been months now, but we, we kind of talked about the theory of how there's like a social pressure where with either one way or the other, like if I walk in, I walked into this one work function and literally nobody was wearing a mask. It was outside, but still nobody was wearing a mask. And I'm being like super, super cautious about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so here I am, new guy at work, and I'm walking into a situation where there's 30, 40 people that aren't wearing a mask, right? It's a yeah. work, work situation. And I I just had to like stay true to what I believed in and like mm-hmm. had to kind of get, but it, it almost takes you back to high school or something, right? Where like yeah. you want to be the, I just want to fit in. Like, I just want to, I don't, what are they going to think about me if I'm wearing my mask and all these things just go through your head yeah. without you even realizing they're there. You know, all of a sudden I felt myself back in like ninth grade, you know, getting, getting picked on for, <laughs> for just whatever, mm-hmm. uh, those same feelings, the same emotions because of it. Right. And it's weighing the pros and cons. Cause like, I'm pretty sure you would feel based on what you shared about your own anxiety. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if you, yeah didn't wear a mask at this event, you would be spiraling and freaking oh, out and worried uh, about contracting co- the coronavirus. And so it's I, like, I would have I'd yes. weeks of tests. I'm, I'd be the guy that, that keeps going back. They're like, sir, we just Every tested day. you. I'm like, let's just, let's just triple check. <laughs> You'd be the frequent flyer you know? of the coronavirus test. But, <laughs> <Much card>. yeah. <laughs> but um, I think, I think so there's something to be said about like, just, like, yes, there might be that discomfort, but long-term you'll feel safer and better. And I think some people just have to say, you know, if they're at an event or whatever, like I'm, you know, Hey, I'm going to wear my mask. Like you all do what you're going to do. Um, I do think too, with people though, like loved ones or friends, the ones that care about us will respect what we need. So and again, it's not about passing judgment, but it's like, Hey, do you mind like wearing a mask if you come over, for example, or, um, you know, if I should you, know, you feel uncomfortable asking that though? Like, should you feel uncomfortable? Because I think there's probably a lot of people. Should you feel uncomfortable? For example, yeah. Well, let me let me break down some family drama for you. Okay. Um, and this may or may not make the podcast. It depends on how confident I'm feeling that day. Okay. Um, my my sister's getting married in March, right? And yeah. I hope supposedly we'll see. This has been you know rescheduled, 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 and she is. Um, it's it's come it's down from like a 300 person wedding to like 20 people right and i am obviously want to go to my sister's wedding but mm-hmm. they're uh, the level that the the mask is taken by some people that are coming is not to my standard expectation 
standard. There you go. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta be careful with this conversation, but we'll leave it at that. Right. Yeah. So like, what it, like in that situation where I, I pretty much had to put my foot down and be like, listen, I, I will come, but these are my requirements. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yikes. What kind of diva is that? What kind of Corona diva is that? Well, where I'm like, this is, this is like my expectation of what it's going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not requesting a certain color scheme. You're literally, this is like, this is the health, right? This is the thing regarding health and what you need to feel safe in regards to your health. And I think, I think it's hard because it's someone else's wedding, right? Even if it's a family member, it's hard, it's their day, but and I think there's probably a lot of people that are, are in that situation where it yeah. could be, it doesn't maybe necessarily have to be a wedding, but it could be a family barbecue or it could be, mm-hmm. you know, just some, uh, even with the holidays we're here, like, you know, even managing that, like, well, is it when, when, when you're stuck in that situation? Because when, when I was at home in Georgia for the holidays, I mean, we all wore masks in the house. Like the, we just constantly wore masks. I just, I had not had a test done. And so I didn't know. And my dad has cancer. And so I was really just being super cautious. But, <laughs> you know, I I went over to a, a friend's house and had met with his parents for a while. I hadn't seen them in a while. And they, they kind of looked at me like I was crazy. Like, why are you wearing a mask? Like, we're good. You know, everybody's good yeah. here. And yeah. it's that weird social pressure of like, do I wear it here? Do I not wear it here? Well, it's I'm getting anxiety. With this, com- this is not where this conversation was going, but now I'm like, <gasps> mask anxiety is well, real. But I, this is what I actually wrote. I wrote an article about this because I about dating and the mask and social distancing because I was having a lot of clients yeah. not knowing or understanding how they should navigate it. And like it's like any other informed consent. So if you are feeling uneasy or uncomfortable, it's, it is uncomfortable to have those conversations because we don't like having hard conversations, especially now when we just text and we're very vague and we don't like we avoid confrontation and vulnerability. So they're not fun conversations, but it's like any other informed consent where you're like, Hey, so at this event, are we wearing masks? Even on a date, like, Hey, like, (laughs) are we like wearing the masks? Are we standing six feet apart? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what is your take on the coronavirus? Like, are you, do you have like a small, like your pot or like, you know, and and so then you can make an informed decision of what you want to do and what you feel comfortable with. And again, it doesn't have to be about judgment, but your level of comfortability with something. So do you, I mean, cause there's, there's gotta be times where we just go with the flow because we don't want to make the, totally. you know, if you're one of those people pleasing kind of people, yeah. um, where I don't want to, I don't want to like speak up. I'm, I am a, a recovering people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to always be like, well, I don't want to make them feel weird. And, and obviously like going, this is my sister's wedding we're talking about, right? This is not like a a friend gathering. This is not like hanging out at, at a restaurant with somebody. This is like my, the biggest day of my sister's life. And so I, I, I felt, I feel, how about this? I feel guilty mm-hmm. for even flinching at yeah. having to say something. Um, what, what do you say to people that are, are just feeling well, or, or in that conflict, in that conflict, yeah. you know, that conflict of, well, like pushing it, not not wanting to make people feel uncomfortable, especially when it's their situation and not your, you know, or, I mean, or even maybe a, but you a work have, function or whatever. Right. But you're showing perspective, right? And so I think it's the idea of conveying that like, hey, like this is uncomfortable and awkward. And I know like in the example of the wedding, like I know this is your day. These are just like my concerns about the precautions taken. I just wanted to put it out there. You know, I, I realize it's not my decision. 
um, or, you know, that some of these decisions I cannot have any influence on. So this idea of like conveying, like I just stay true because you're not, you're not relishing in it. You're not enjoying this, like the, you know, telling some, someone what you'd prefer. Like that's, it's uncomfortable, especially with an occasion like this. I always just say, be real. And like, if, if you need to preface your conversation or that, that talk with, Hey, I'm feeling really awkward about this. And I really care about you. And I just want to like come to an understanding that will help us in our relationship. I mean, that does wonders for the actual conversation. Right, right, right. I know you want answers, but I don't have a specific answer. But I do say (laughs) just being, (laughs) I think, well, I was going to say it's normal to feel that way. Again, like I feel like so many people do not have an easy time with conversations that are uncomfortable or awkward or, um, in any sense, confrontational at all. And so I think it's normal to feel that way, but it's like, I think you have to kind of weigh, um, what's, what's, what could you live with? Like short-term discomfort or like long-term like regret or, you know what I mean? Resentment towards yourself or someone else. And even if it's just having that conversation, that's a Brene Brown quote. Well, she's, she uses, it's, she says discomfort over resentment, but I, I uh, think that's a good thing to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. Yeah, take that's really smart. That. Yeah. You should though. You should. <laughs> Only a few people call you on it. You know what I mean? That's what I always say. Only a few people know if I steal somebody's joke, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leah has a podcast with another therapist named Elise, and it's called "Not Your Basic Influencers." If you're looking for some mental health podcasts, but let me know what you think. Seriously, do you like Mental Health Monday? You like the concept of that? Like what we're doing here? Just let me know. You can email me, DM me. That guy Kramer on Instagram, on Steve Kramer, Facebook, that guy Kramer, gmail.com. Text me 888-Kramer8, just whatever. All right, let's do some good news before we head out for today. Because look at the time, look at the time. <laughs> it's fine. Should I give up on the goal of this being a 30-minute show? I probably should. Um, shout out to Hilda Brown. Hilda Brown has got a lot to celebrate today. She is a New Jersey woman who has beaten the odds in more ways than one for sure. She recently recovered from COVID and now just turned 110 years old. Yeah. She is now part of the Super Centenarian Club, who is people that are 110 or over, by the way. Uh, there are as many as 76 of them now in the U.S., and she is obviously only 76 people in the U.S., right? Over the age of 110. She's happy to be one of them. Miss Hilda, by the way, has led a really impressive life so far. She has lived through the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic. She didn't get it, by the way. She then later traveled as a church missionary for 40 years as a waitress um, before retiring in 1980 okay so then she drove her car until she was 93 she walked till she was 103 and she didn't stop crocheting until 105 years old so to celebrate her birthday by the way the birthday girl girl received a special delivery of 110 roses from her nephew and had a visit from her great niece kirsten and uh, her great great nieces through the window of the healthcare center. Kristen says that her aunt is alert and talking and telling the usual stories that they're impressed by her recovery completely. She said, we thought if anybody could beat it, she'd be the one. She's amazing. And that's true. That's uh, God, you've been through a lot in 110 years, man, beating two pandemics. Now that's a lot. <laughs> that's, that's really cool. Um, Let's go. You know, there's a dog story. We got to do that one. It's over in Ohio. There's a driver of a trash hauling company who is being praised as a hero 
for saving the puppy that he found on the side of the road. His name is Aaron, and he works for Remke. And uh, he was on his route outside of Cincinnati when he saw a discarded backpack moving on the ground. So then he got out of his truck to check it, and he saw a small puppy in there. So he decided to rescue her. Um, Aaron then decided to uh, wrap the puppy up in a sweatshirt, and then the other workers over at Rumkle took her over to the vet and uh the 10 week old is a it's a boxer mixed puppy 10 week old boxer mixed puppy was suffering from a broken leg and dehydration but she found a new home with her rescuer yeah kinzel who is aaron I, they always write him as the last name but i hate saying that it sounds so formal so then i always gonna try to go back and see who's the first name was that's why i was like uh, 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 uh. Aaron and his family adopted her and named her Tipper. That's after the part of the garbage truck that picks up the, tr- the trash container. It's called the Tipper. So there you go. He said, I feel like I was meant to find her. It's like serendipitous, right? All right. Have the best week uh, ever. Best Monday ever. I got to go figure out this canker sore situation. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. Two at once though. And they're big too. Like what? All right. Love you. See you back here tomorrow. Bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.